0: Welcome to the Empowered with Erica Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica, your host Erica here, and I'm really excited for this week's episode. So first of all, I just want to say a very quick thank you to a handful of people. First of all, thank you to all of those who have shared that you enjoyed last week's episode. It was a really vulnerable one for me, really scary to get that like authentic and vulnerable and emotional. So thank you guys for your support. It really does mean so, so much. Also, thank you to everyone who has purchased a 2023 lunar calendar. Your support means the world. They're still for sale. I now have both the digital and the print version available online. So if you're looking for a calendar for the 2023 year and maybe you want to learn more about the moon along the way, it is literally a full 12-month calendar that you can hang up on your wall, plus some extra goodies in there please let me know. Please stop by empoweredwitherica.com and they are available there. So I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who supported me in that. It means the world, especially like I put so much into the first digital product. So I appreciate you guys. And what are we going to talk about today? You know, I was really debating what do I share And then I decided that I'm gonna do a birthday reflection episode because yesterday was my birthday. So the day of recording is 1213. Yesterday, 1212 was my 29th birthday. And I felt a lot of feelings the days leading up to it, the day of today. Um, birthdays have been kind of emotional for me for a long time. So I thought, why not reflect on what 28 brought, all the lessons I learned along the way. And I think it's going to be similar to like if I did an end of the year reflection since my birthday's in December. So we'll just kind of combine those, a birthday reflection, 2022 reflection episode. And maybe it'll make you guys like take a moment, think and reflect on how your year has been and what you've learned from it. So like I said, my birthday has not always been easy for me. I have always for years now had... A lot of sadness on my birthday, actually, so feeling a little bit of sadness before my birthday wasn't that shocking, and usually because it was just a reminder of the people that weren't in my life anymore, Um, and that's hard, obviously, like that's difficult, but I want to take a moment really to stop and think about and thank, and you guys know who you are, all those who supported me this year, uh, 28 was one of the... More challenging years I've had in a while. I mean, truly, since twenty twenty, it's been a lot. But twenty twenty eight, like or twenty twenty eight. What? Sorry, the age twenty eight because I turned twenty nine yesterday, so I'm now in my last year, my twenties. Go me! Um, but the age twenty eight brought a ton of reflection, a ton of challenges, and a ton of like rebirth. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm really excited to continue to keep going. I'm not scared of aging per se, but we'll get more into that in a minute. About how, you know, with this year, with coming up to my last year, my 20s, and just thinking about everything that's happened. Let me tell you guys, if I, I know I've said this a couple times on the podcast, but if I told myself a year ago what my life would look like today, I'd be like, what? What do you mean you talk to your dad again? What do you mean there's other people in your life that are very important to you that you don't really talk to anymore? What do you mean these people have passed away? What do you mean that you no longer are an active athletic trainer in the sense of that's your nine-to-five job? Like, what do you mean that you left? What do you mean you work from home? What do you mean you launched a podcast? Like, what the actual fuck? That would be kind of my mindset if I told myself all that because I took, a, I took a lot of big leaps this year. I've and I'm really proud of myself for that. I am. I'm not trying to gloat, but I'm really proud of myself. And so it was kind of weird to me that, you know, over the weekend, the few days before my birthday, I got really sad. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that, but I got really sad. And I think a lot of it is because, you know, I'm not perfect. I am someone that at times gets caught in the comparison comparison trap. And, you know, for a hot minute, I definitely got sucked into the whole, "Oh my god, I'm 29." I'm not married. I don't have kids or I'm about to be 29. Not married. I don't have kids. I just completely changed careers. Sorry, I almost said degrees, but no, I still have the same degree. I'm like, I almost changed. I just changed careers. So even though I made it pretty far in my career as an athletic trainer and I really got the quote dream job and honestly, I probably could have moved my way up in that situation, but I chose not to, I chose to leave instead And I'm really thankful for that, but I'm kind of like starting over, kind of starting my career almost from like square one in a way, just because it's a completely new industry. And so I was like, damn, like I am not where I wanted to be like when I was maybe 20, but what a fucking joke, right? Like what a joke. No one knows what their life is going to bring. And so I had that moment of sadness and that moment of like, damn, like, you know, I do want all those things someday in the future. And I want to be a homeowner. I want to do all these things. And so it's so easy to compare to other people and other people's lives. But at the same time, as I was thinking about that, I'm like, I'm really proud of myself. You know, like I just said a minute ago, I've done a lot this year. I've been through a lot. I've experienced a lot. I've overcame a lot. And I've also made magic or magic. Well, magic. I'll say magic too. I made massive leaps in my life. Massive leaps. and. I'm really proud of who I am today, and I'm really proud of a lot of the healing and deep work I've done this year, and I'm glad I'm doing a lot of it before I have established my own family, to be honest, because then someday if I do get to have children, that I'll be a more healed version of myself, right? And I think a lot of women specifically, so I'm speaking to my female audience right in this moment, I think a lot of us get stuck in that comparison trap, we can get really emotional, really scared, really, um, you get stuck comparing your life to others because, you know, everyone puts their highlight reel on social media and it's easy to be like, well, why do they have it? And I don't, and what am I doing wrong? And blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, if I think about it, I'm like, I am in such a good place in so many ways. I'm doing something that lights my heart up via my business. Right. I am in a happy, healthy, 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 loving relationship. Sorry, apparently words are hard today. <laughs> um, but I'm in a, ha- a happy, loving relationship that honestly I never thought was really real. I never thought that I could be this happy or that I would feel so loved. And I live in a house with our dogs and I have great friends. And yeah, some people in my life are no longer in my life anymore. And that that sucks. But at the same time, I've redeveloped new relationships with people that I'm really thankful for and I've done a lot. I've taken a lot of risks and so I'm really grateful for that. So when I get stuck in that comparison, I had to stop and take a minute and like Kyle kind of he's great at like motivational talks and he's like I'm proud of you. He's like you've done so much this year. What are you talking about? You're not behind. And like everyone's timeline is different. So I think that's my first little reflection I'm going to talk about is that like you are not behind. Maybe you're not where you want to be yet in life. And maybe you're getting stuck in this comparison trap from what other people share. And maybe you don't have some things that you do want someday, but that's okay. And it kind of sucks. And I have, I definitely understand. I definitely have empathy and I definitely understand, but we are not all meant to have the same story and everyone's timeline is different you know, just because some of my friends are 26 and married and have a kid and other of my friends are 32 and single as fuck. That's cool. Everyone's story is different, right? And that's a beautiful thing because why would we all want to be living the same life all the time? That, that's no fun. And honestly, I'm okay with all the things that I've experienced and I'm, I'm glad I like who I am right now, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I like who I am. I like who I'm becoming. I like this healed version of Erica, and I'm grateful that I've really taken the time to develop who I am as a person, and I'm taking these moments without children, without marriage to grow, and that doesn't mean I don't have these other beautiful things in my life, right? But I think sometimes, especially women, can get caught in this comparison trap of, oh my God, like my biological clock is ticking, or oh my gosh, this, oh my gosh, that. And so this is just my reminder to you that no matter how old you are, no matter what your life looks like right now, that you are not behind, okay? But then on the flip note, because I do know I have people who listen to this that are, um, you know, of different generations and maybe an older generation than I am, I also want to say it's also not too late. So don't get, like, for my younger crowd that listens to this Don't compare yourself to other people. You're not behind. But for those who are older than me that listen to this, also don't compare yourself because your story is different and it's not too late to make moves and to start living the life that you absolutely love and live life by design, live life in alignment. It is never too late to start. You could be 99 years old and if that's when you like have an awakening and realize like, I want to do this and this, fucking do it. Nothing is holding you back but yourself, right? And so that's my first thing It's just comparing doesn't add value and it's it's an easy trap to get sucked into. And I think it's why a lot of people mentally struggle nowadays. I think the mental health in this country and in this world is decreasing often because like we just see people's highlight reels and it's so easy to get stuck in comparison. So this is just my reminder to you that your life and your timeline is unique and it's beautiful in its unique way. And we all are meant to have our own journey. We all have a different soul purpose. I truly believe that. We are all here for different reasons. And so don't get stuck and caught in the trap of I need to be doing this, this, or this, or if I haven't done this, this, and this yet, then something's wrong with me because nothing is wrong with you. Okay. So going off of that, my next little reflection that I got from this year is the importance of taking risks and just doing the damn thing that you want to do. Take the risk. Make the leap. And I've done a whole podcast about this, especially my uh, skydiving episode, which I think is episode 14. I'll put it in the show notes if you want to listen. But it's all about making the leap, making the decision, taking the risk. Because I literally jumped out of a fucking plane this year, which I never really thought I would do. I know Kyle and I joked about it. I talked about in that episode how we got to doing that and that whole story, it's kind of fun, kind of cute. We did it for our anniversary, but um, taking risks is so big, and I took multiple risks this year, guys, and they were not small, and that's where when I'm like beating myself up of, oh, I'm stuck, or oh, I'm this, or I'm that, I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up and sit down. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I took many, many big risks that I never expected to make, one of which and this was towards the end of 2021, was investing in a coaching program that I did for the earlier half of this year. And it changed my life. It's what helped me, like, they didn't help me start my podcast, but it's what made me realize I wanted to do a podcast. And I don't know if I would have started my podcast. And then, of course, taking the risk of making a podcast. I mean, it's it's kind of a lot of work. I mean, once you get into it and you get in the flow, it becomes a bit easier, but it's not easy to put yourself out there every single week to share what's on your heart, especially in the realm I do. You know, I do personal development, self-help. I have to be pretty vulnerable, in my opinion, in order for this to be a successful podcast. I have to share my heart and I have to share how I've grown and how I've learned. And so that's a big fucking deal. It's not small, especially when you've struggled with the fear of being seen. I took the risk of completely leaving athletic training and starting a new career in leaving collegiate athletics. And don't get me wrong, I knew I'd probably leave collegiate athletics eventually, but I didn't expect to do it this soon in my career. But I'm happy I did. It's been the best decision ever. I'm really grateful for it. So this is my just reminder to you. And the lesson I've learned this year is to continue to take risks. You know, I made the digital product thinking, oh my gosh, no one's going to care. But, you know, people do care and people are enjoying it. And I'm really grateful for that. So take take the leap. If you are getting an instinct to do something, fucking go for it. Go all in. Make the big decisions. Make the leap. You are worthy and deserving of it you're worthy and deserving of taking the risk because you never know. And people say this all the time, but would you rather look back on your life and have the, I wish I did that or attitude, or would you rather have the, wow, I'm glad I at least tried it, or I'm proud of myself for trying. I'm proud of myself. And that's where, you know, I've been beating myself up, but I'm like, Erica, why are we beating yourself up? Like stop being so hypercritical because i i definitely like struggle with the inner critic and it's it's difficult i'm just that's we're human it's something i struggle with is just being very hard on myself i have very high standards for myself and those around me but it can lead to that inner critic so this is my reminder to you to take the risk because no risk no reward and i'm so grateful for all the risks I took this year, they have all paid off. And I think especially when you learn to live in alignment, taking risks, this might sound counterintuitive, but taking risks when you're living in alignment is a lot less fucking risky because you're much more likely to be taking a risk that is like getting you closer to where you need to be. And so yes, it is a risk. It's still risky, but it's more likely to, to help you on your soul path and maybe be in alignment and serve a greater purpose for you if you're living in alignment, if that makes sense. So these two are similar, but I first, I'm going to start with remember who's around and remember who supports you during your low moments. Make note of those people, cherish those people. Okay. Because this year I've lost people. I've lost friends. I've lost friends that I thought were going to be lifelong friends. And that was really painful for me. But at the same time, cut the dead fucking weight. Why would I hang on to friendships that do not serve me? Why would I hang on to family relationships that do not serve me? And to be honest, I don't care who you are. If you are impacting my life in a negative way, and there's no way to resolve it, then, then there, there's the answer. There's the fucking answer, right? So take note of who adds value to your life. Take note of, of who's there for you during your difficult moments, because when you feel alone and you're struggling and you're going through some shit, remember who is there supporting you and loving you. And so that's something I will say. I have slimmed up my circle this year. But at the same time, those people I have around me are high value individuals. And I'm so grateful. They are great friends. Great friends, great family. Kyle, obviously. And I'm so grateful for them. For holding my hand through the hard moments. For helping me love myself when I can't or when I'm struggling, or when I'm feeling so unlovable or low, because that's how I felt this year. I cried a lot of tears this year. A lot. A lot of things were surfaced. A lot of things happened. I was fucking betrayed by some of the people I love the most in my life. I'm just going to be honest. And that makes you question your self-worth. That makes you doubt yourself. And so when you have people in your life that help you remind you who you are that help you remember that you are valuable and that you're worthy and that you're lovable. Hang on to those people. Remember them. Take note and make sure that you're being an equally good friend back, right? And this one kind of goes into it, but I'm just going to word it a little differently. Treasure those who treasure you, right? So like I said, make note of those who are there for you. But make also make note of those who for those who treat you well. Treasure the people in your life who are not just tolerating your existence, who treasure you and value you and are grateful for you and want to spend time with you and give a fuck about you. Okay? Goodbye. Are the gaslighting narcissists pieces of shits? We don't need them in our lives. We don't. That's something I'm done with. 29 29-year-old Erica is not putting up with gaslighting motherfuckers, let me tell you. Just got gaslighted on my birthday yesterday. That was real fucking fun. I'm pretty fired up about it, if I'm going to be honest. We love when other people make the day that's supposed to be about you about them. It's really great, isn't it? But there's a reason this person has minimal contact in my life anymore. There's a reason for it. And this is why. Because they didn't treasure me. Treasure those who treasure you okay? Make note of who who values you and who adds value. I know I've said that, but I'm just going to say it again because I think it's really important. I see a lot, a lot, a lot of people who put up with a lot of bullshit, and I'm just going to ask you why. How does it serve you? How does it benefit you? Does it bring you down? Because I know today, when I was like kind of processing this incident that happened towards the end of yesterday that really upset me, I was like getting frustrated at myself for letting in so much negative energy. And I was like, why am I giving them this much power in my life? And well, it's because I was hurt. I was really hurt by the situation. I was hurt that instead of just like not saying a simple happy birthday, Erica, that it turned into them trying to guilt trip me for boundaries I've set and them trying to make me feel a certain way and them trying to fucking gaslight me. And I'm like, not here to play that game. You should have just sent a nice fucking card or something. Like, what are we doing here? So treasure those who treasure you. (laughs) Because there are great people in this world. And there are people who love you. So why do we give so much power and so much energy to those who don't? Or maybe they love you, but in a very unhealthy way. And that doesn't mean you need to, like, cut everyone out, but don't give them so much of your time and energy. And this might sound harsh, but fuck it, here we are. The incident that happened yesterday. One of the reasons they acted that way is because I've stopped giving them so much of my fucking time and energy and attention. I've stopped. I'm not doing it anymore. And that's hard. It is hard because they had a major role in my life. Okay. And it does make me very sad. And maybe someday we'll be able to repair the relationship, but I don't think they are in a position right now to do the work. They're not willing or capable or what the fuck ever. So because of that, I've had to not let them into my inner circle anymore. I don't share with them things that are going on. I don't share with them my daily life like I used to. They are now barely on the outer circle. They're there, but like we aren't really talking pretty much hardly at all. And I have a lot of friends who have become family to me this year. Because honestly, there's been a lot of family that hasn't fucking acted like it. And that is what it is. It is what it fucking is. You know, it sucks. It hurts. It's painful. It makes me really sad. It makes me mad. And I know that anger is honestly just hurt and pain. But at the same time, I am treasuring and I am valuing those who do care and who have shown it and who have proved it and who have been good fucking friends. And I'm so grateful for them. I am. And I try to make sure to show my gratitude. So I did do an attitude of gratitude th- uh, episode on Thanksgiving, and I talked about it then, but also, you know, listen to that episode if you're wanting to learn more about gratitude. But it's so important to show those that add value to your life that you're grateful for them. In my opinion, it's really, really, really important to make sure that you have an attitude of gratitude and that you show gratitude towards, the- towards those who love you and treat you well. And so, you know, shoot, even just in the past like couple days, like I've spent a lot of time, a lot of good time with good people. And I so appreciate that. And, you know, just keep those people close, value them, make sure you're being a good friend back and love them because they're loving you. And that's awesome. So those are kind of my big things that I've learned this year. And I've learned a lot. I've complete oh, one more, one more. I didn't write it down. I made a little list because I tried to be semi-organized for this, so it didn't just turn into a complete rant session cuz like I said, I'm a little fired up right now and we're trying to stay high vibration. Um, but the last thing I'm going to say is be unapologetically yourself. That could be a whole episode on its own. It probably will be in the future, but be unapologetically yourself. Take, like I said, take the risks, be yourself, do your thing, allow yourself to shine because we are all meant to shine. We are all here for a purpose and a reason. So why the fuck would we be anything but ourselves? And this year I've really like stepped into who is Erica. And I've let these false personas, not even personas, but like false narratives in my mind drop away because honestly, I was told a lot of shit by a lot of people and I let that get into my brain. I let people tell me how to think about myself for years and years and years. And this year, one of the biggest things that has happened since becoming less codependent on someone is realizing that I've given myself permission to just be myself. I've given myself permission to fully step into my authentic light, to step into the authentic version of Erica, to know that I am loved and I am worthy of love and to know that everything is going to work out. Everything is going to be okay. And so be unapologetically yourself because it's a beautiful fucking thing to allow yourself to shine, to allow yourself to lean into your gifts. You know, I I love doing this podcast and I've had a lot of people recently new people that I didn't know listen to it reach out to me and tell me how much they've gotten from this podcast and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that me sharing a piece of my heart has helped others because I know I've learned so much from other podcasts and from hearing other people's stories and that's why I get vulnerable and I share. And I wish I could share more. I really do. There's certain things I really wish I could go into but you know, you got to have some level of privacy and you got to have some level of, like, boundary, you know? So I try to, like, kind of talk around things and still give you lessons from situations that maybe I can't delve into the actual situation, right? But this is just my reminder overall. My biggest, I'd say my biggest lesson, yeah, from, t- from 28 years old, from most of 2022, is to be unapologetically myself to take the risk, to make the leap, to do what sets your soul on fire. Because when you do things that you love, when you live in alignment, it's a beautiful fucking thing. And it honestly, it raises the vibration of the rest of the universe, which is fucking cool, right? It raises the vibration. It helps us all to be better. Like when we are surrounded by goodness, it helps to raise the vibration of the world. And that's awesome. So you know, take risks, treasure those who treasure you. Remember who's there for you during low moments. And remember, you're not fucking behind. You are exactly where you are meant to be right now. So let's all just have some gratitude. Let's all walk into the new year with our heads held high. And I'm going to do a new year's episode about like embodying the, how to embody who you want to be. And really some tips and tricks I have for helping you have the best 2023 ever. So I'm going to do that. I don't know if it'll be out in a week or two weeks, but it will be out here soon. And just really talking about how to like manifest what it is you want in your life and how to really start to have like the best year yet. Because I think a lot of people make resolutions and still don't stick with it. And I get that there's things I haven't stuck to like. This bitch was supposed to read 24 books this year. That was a great goal. I'm still probably going to set that goal for next year. I did not read 24 books, guys. I think I ended up reading 13 or 14. And I did read some really long ones that took me a long time. So I'm trying to give myself some credit there. But still, I did not read as much as I wanted to. So for this upcoming year, I'm going to do like uh, resolutions, how to live out your resolutions, how to become this version that you want to be of yourself in 2023, whatever that looks like for you. So this was my birthday reflection episode, but maybe use this episode as a reminder to reflect on how this year has gone for you and what lessons can you take from this year? Maybe note a couple things down. I mean, it was powerful for me to just kind of sit and think of all the shit that happened this year and to be able to reflect on Everything that happened and what I learned from it. Because you don't wanna just get stuck in this pit of, oh my God, so many terrible things happened, or oh my God, so many good things happened. Look at me. Like you want to learn from both the challenges, the highs, the lows, the obstacles, whatever you may call it, the goods and the bad, whatever. You wanna learn from it all. We all have our highs and lows. And even though I've had a lot of lows this year, I've also had a shit ton of highs. And you guys are a huge part of that. So I'm so grateful for you guys. I know I say it a lot, but I I love y'all. I am so happy to do this podcast. I'm so happy to have this community. And I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your week. I know we're coming into the holiday season. So I'm excited for the last couple episodes of 2022. I'm excited to step into 29 years old. I've got big things coming this year, guys. I have big goals. And maybe I'll share some of those with you guys when I do the like New Year's resolution embodying whatever episode. I'm not sure which route I'm going to go yet, but something along the lines of how to, how to have the best fucking 2023 yet. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks for putting up with me for, you know, being here for me and being a part of my inner circle. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon. I will see you guys next week. And remember, Come check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I've been really on Instagram and Pinterest right now. Follow me on Pinterest if you want. Erica Vishkalis, Empowered with Erica, all the things. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode and, of course, to connect with me on social. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at Erica Vishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.